The world is crazy right now, and many people look to the church for answers, explanations, to make sense of all that is going on. Why is the majority of the church so silent? Why are so few pastors and church leaders not speaking out? Of course there's exceptions, but there should not be exceptions. This should be the rule. Here's the problem. A lot of these issues that our country is dealing with right now, they're layups for the church. These are easy. They're not difficult challenges. Why have you done this? Pastors should be bold, loud, forceful, convicted, and proud to be speaking out. Let me give you some examples of some layups. Okay? By the way, pastors, if you're listening, this is your sermon for this coming weeks. Okay, here you go. Can't seem to figure it out. I don't know why. It's so obvious. No reason to thank me. Okay? Abortion is a layup. Every pastor... Every church leader should be bold, loud, forceful, and convicted and proud to be speaking out against abortion, especially with an election coming up. One side, the Democrats, are clearly okay with the murder of babies in the womb and even outside the womb now. And the other side is not okay with that. Why is that so hard to talk about? In the church. We should be screaming it. Here's another one. A layup. This is easy, pastors. LGBTQ and all the other letters. Gay marriage, gender fluidity, pedophilia, and any other deviant, clearly sinful sexual behavior. It's a layup. Every pastor and church leader should be bold, loud, forceful, convicted, and proud to be speaking out against these vile passions. Why are we not doing that, pastors? I am confused. Please, any pastor, please help me with this. The Democratic Party has at its, as its platform to support all of this, and they're proud of it. Abortion, all the sexual stuff, they're proud of it. Every pastor and church leader should be speaking out. Not telling people how to vote. I'm not telling you to tell them how to vote. But you have the right to bring up an issue. Explain to them what the issues are and what each side is supporting. It's perfectly okay. There's no separation of church and state on that. And that's never what separation of church and state meant. You know that it isn't. Why are we silent? Here's another one. It's a layup, you guys. BLM Inc. We now know everything we need to know about BLM Inc. It's all out there. They're into witchcraft. They are Satan worshipers. That's what they are. They changed, they're starting now to change some of the stuff on their website because they realize it's hurting their fundraising efforts. But for the most part, they're keeping all most of the garbage out there still. In their own words, we now know that they're into witchcraft and summoning up spirits. Should this be a difficult thing for the church to denounce? Why is this not obvious? Every pastor and every church leader should be bold, loud, forceful, convicted, and proud to be speaking out against BLM Inc. I don't understand it. The Bible's clear on race. There is no color. Why are you allowing them to dictate the narrative? 
We are the church. We stand on God's word. What God's word said is it. Why so silent? What are you afraid of? The truth? Please help me. How about this one, the welfare state? The Bible is clear in 2 Thessalonians 3.10. If a man does not work, neither should he eat. As a country, we should do and help all those that cannot help themselves temporarily. The problem is there's a huge group of able-bodied Americans that are draining our system. And it has been like that for a long time. I've never understood it. I do not know why the church is not screaming and yelling about that. Yes, we should help people temporarily to get them back on their feet when they need a little help. That's what we do as Christians when it's needed. But not forever. These people need to get a job and become productive members of our society. What we ought to be doing right now is asking them to forgive us for not forcing them to work earlier. We should apologize for not allowing them to feel better about who they are. We should apologize because because we don't say anything, we're allowing them to have this victim mentality. It's crazy that we do that to people. That's what, always what happens when we don't speak truth. Because we don't tell them the truth, they think they're okay. The Democrats clearly lead on wanting more people on welfare because it gives them control over these people and it gives them control over their vote. Every pastor, every church leader should be bold, loud, forceful, convicted, and proud to be speaking out against the welfare state. Why is this church so silent on this issue? If you truly love the people in your church like you say you do, you would tell them the truth. We can throw, we can throw in the Democrats wanting everything to be free also into this mix. Let me get this right. You don't work, you get to collect welfare. You get free health care, free college education. Okay, that's what they're going for. Forgive any loans you currently have that are in existence. And free, 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 get this free, that free, everything's free now. This is your Democrat party, everybody. The Bible is against free, free, free. And I clearly can't understand why Democrats don't know how to do math. It just doesn't add up. Or could it be that's what they want? A Marxist, socialist, communist country. That's not who we are. Go create your own country if that's what you want. Every year, a whole bunch of people. I am leaving the country if this guy gets elected. He gets elected, nobody leaves. Stop saying it. You're not leaving. We wish you would. We'll pay for you to leave, but you won't leave. Why is it? Because they're not interested in facts. They're only interested in emotion and the pursuit of power and control. That's what the Democrats are about. Not facts. Power and control. Every pastor and church leader should be bold, loud, forceful, convicted, and proud to be speaking out against the free, free, free mentality. Where are you, church? Where are you? Why are you so silent? Why are, what is it that you're afraid of? What about law and order in our police? This is a layup. This is easy. Every pastor should be out there screaming about it. Does the Bible take a stand on law and order? Should we defund our police and allow lawlessness, lawlessness to rule? Well, let's look at Romans chapter 13, verse 1 through 5. Let every person be subject to the governing authorities. 
For there is no authority except from God, and those that exist have been instituted by God. Therefore, whoever resists the authorities resists what God has appointed, and those who resist will incur judgment. For rulers are not a terror to good conduct, but to be bad. But to bad, would you have no fear of the one who is in authority? Then do what is good. Wow, would that not be a good thing to tell people who keep resisting arrest? It's unbelievable. This is biblical. Then do what is good, and you will receive his approval, for he is God's servant for your good. But if you do wrong, be afraid, for he does not bear the sword in vain, for he is the servant of God, an avenger who carries out God's wrath on the wrongdoer. Therefore, one must be in subjection not only to avoid God's wrath, but also for the sake of conscience. There it is, clearly written about law and order. If the Democrats want police reform, why did they reject Tim Scott from South Carolina, proposed a bill before Congress, spent months and months on it, bipartisan support. Not one Democrat complained about the content of the bill. And Tim Scott, by the way, is a black man. He spent months putting it together. Nobody complained about the content. Nobody. They just did not want to give Tim Scott, who is a Republican, the victory. This is what's happening. They work for us, but they really don't. They make all their decisions on their ideology. Regardless, this was a perfect bill. Nothing wrong with it. It would have solved a lot of the problems. What do they do? Throw it out. We solve our differences through the voting booth and legislation, not lawlessness in the streets. But apparently that's not true today. And the Democrats are silent about it when it happens. Come on, pastors and church leaders. There's your line, by the way, for Sunday morning. I'll say it again. We solve our differences through the voting booth and legislation, not lawlessness in the streets. Would that be too difficult of a line to use on your congregation? Every pastor and church leader should be bold, loud, forceful, convicted, and proud to be speaking out against lawlessness and the stupidity of defunding the police. I could go on and on with a whole bunch of other issues, as you know, but that should be enough for your sermons, by the way, pastors. I won't keep going because, quite frankly, most of you, your sermons are too long already. Not only do we have silent pastors and leaders, we have some that are vocal for the platform of the godless Democrats. I cannot understand how there's pastors actually supporting the crap that's going on in our streets and all these divisions that we have today. People that call themselves pastors, people that call themselves believers, they have lost their way. They're being led by evil. There, I said it. You cannot possibly be a spirit-filled, God-fearing, born-again Christian and vote for a godless platform that is against all that God's Word says. Period. There it is. There it is. Prove me wrong. You can't. I've been asking people for a long time. Show me how my opinion is wrong. Because everything that I talk about, I have massive facts about it. Nobody really comes at me. Why? I, I don't know. They don't, they don't want to deal with it. Whatever. Here's what I do know. It's time for pastors and church leaders to speak up. Here's the thing that you guys need to realize. You will be held responsible for your silence. 
for not speaking up for what God's word says. Thank you.